0: Welcome back to The Lived in Faith. I'm Dana. And I'm Jen. And we are the pastors at South Church in Andover.
1: This week we're going to harness our courage for conflict, lean into communion, and find ways to
0: be knit back together. Mm. We'll also share what's inspiring us during these Lenten days and we'll share our prayers for this week. But first... Dana, you
1: know how there's that moment on The Daily Show with Trevor Noah and previously with Jon Stewart? Yes. Um, we love a Jon Stewart moment. That's right. Um, sure. About the moment of zen, that comes at the end of each episode. Yes. I'm wondering if you've had a moment like that, and we don't want to appropriate here, so have you had a moment of peace that came along with a moment of joy or laughter or something totally
0: random? <laughs> yes, I feel like mine is a little bit random. So I posted this on Facebook last week. Um, there was a McSweeney's article. Mm-hmm. Um, that was that's titled Selected Negative Teaching Evaluations of Jesus Christ. Did oh, you see this title? I
1: did not. That is a
0: mouthful of a title.
1: That is Okay, a lot. so it's
0: it's um <laughs> So it's it's you know the writer mocking up some teaching evaluations of of Jesus.
1: <laughs> oh, I get it. Yeah. Right?
0: Um <laughs> and so it's just like all these random quotes, which I just found lots of joy in, and so did some of the people that follow me on Facebook. Um and you know and it was just such a reminder to me like as i read through them you know they were theologically very grounded mm-hmm. right which you know somebody very astute had written this um but what i loved is i was like oh a hundred percent jesus or people would criticize jesus in this way right yeah. like and it was just i think my moment of peace and zen was in the fact that like oh even jesus would be criticized and judged <laughs> yeah right and i Okay, so so Dana, like you too, (laughs) you know, like are not (laughs) exempt from like criticism and judgment. Like, okay, that's just part of this crazy human experience, which we all know. But like, there really was that piece. (laughs) Like, like, oh, like I I could laugh about all the ridiculous ways people would be critical of Jesus. Like, oh my gosh! Like one of them was (laughs) one of the quotes is like, Jesus, a complete joke, only got the job because his dad is important, right? <laughs> oh my gosh. Um there's there's so many good ones. So people just have to Google it, right? Um yeah. Yeah. Um there's and I, I won't read them all, but there's some really great ones in there. I'm gonna there. have to look this and up. And then I'm of so course excited. our church members have commented on my Facebook page with their ideas of ones that should have been written in. So which is very so fun to read. Yeah. So great. Right? Just oh the joy of, of South Church life. So
1: <laughs> lots of ideas so yeah so that is my like
0: totally random moment of zen of just being reminded like that is part of being a person in the world (laughs) like
1: that good people news have and terrible terrible news. people have
0: thoughts about you
1: right oh god <laughs> i don't want to be seen that's well, terrible, right yeah. i
0: 100 like i just want to be under my weighted blanket and yes and no see me
1: there's yes. like a whole thing of like among like m- like millennials are like do not perceive me i don't want to be perceived <laughs> like right oh right. that feels a little too like just thinking about that is like making me sweat um okay yes. <laughs> I'm gonna read that though because I'm really, I'm excited to read the criticism of Jesus oh yeah the 100 um, right, feels like course. very in line with the
0: scripture from last week so that that's right out really that's well. right
1: um yeah so Jen so for you
0: what your moment of peace
1: my moment of peace so, hmm, so it was around 5.30 this morning oh boy and this is Wednesday it's around way too
0: early in five,
1: and yeah for, for Jen brain this is <laughs> like you know might as well be 3 a.m yes. um so around 5.05, my dog woke me up by vomiting all over my bedroom. Oh, um, no. But by 5.30, it was all cleaned up and I was downstairs reading and I was like, well, you know what, Cooper? You're fine now. Right? And I'm fine now. And now there's coffee. So I yes. think it's okay. I think we're okay. This is my moment of peace for the day. And, you know, I'm sorry that it had to begin with his... Uh, sickliness yes. But that's okay That's He's fine He's good um, He's yes. just a being in the world And so he deserves to You know Feel better too So That's where we're at yeah. I, I'm turning go. I'm turning a moment of grossness Into a moment of joy
0: Right so. No I hear that I hear that mm-hmm. Yeah Yeah That kind of reframing totally necessary in this world. Constant, constant, (laughs) constant refraining. Just,
1: oh, is this a bad thing
0: happening? Great. What if it wasn't? (laughs) I know. I loved your sermon opening Uh, with that. Like, God, I don't know, know when that was, but it was so great. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
1: Um, so Dana, speaking of sermons, your sermon this week was so great. I feel like you weaved so many beautiful and mm. helpful ideas together into mm. this like really great way to kick us off in Lent. And so one of the things I'm especially grateful for are the ways that you helped us remember and learn that God is in the work of mending and coming yeah. back together. That's right. Um, and I feel like like we're going to talk about that a lot during right. that, especially around forgiveness. But I. I was really grateful for that image in the midst of a scripture passage that is about brokenness, like Jesus literally breaking things. You know, (laughs) yes, yeah. He's like, what if I just destroyed it all, and then you had to put it back together? That would be kind of fun, right? right. Fun experiment. That's Um, right. But yeah, so. I would love for us to think about like how is God mending our hearts, how is God mending our community, how is God mending our world? Um, and in order to do that, we had to like step into conflict, right? Jesus That's had to right. be, be in conflict and be unafraid of it and have courage to name the things that were wrong. right? Um, and I think we're really often so afraid to do that, so afraid mm-hmm. to just name the dynamic in
0: the room. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I'm thinking about how you know, mending and repair and healing, which are like all words we love, right? Mm -hmm. Very soft words that have comfort to them. Um, You know, I picked this text for a particular reason because Mm -hmm. it was this reminder of like, in order to walk down that path of forgiveness and find the mending, the repair and the healing, like it often starts with discomfort, Mm -hmm. um, with conflict, with confrontation, with things that are hard, right? Like not the soft side of things. Mm -hmm. Um, So that path of forgiveness, um, means that we just need to let go of um, feeling in control, let go mm-hmm. of like, ooh, this is going to be easy mm-hmm. um, and I'm going to need to be vulnerable and name um, name my truth, but with love and with grace. So yeah. putting some effort in, right? Yep. Um, yeah, so it, it felt important to start this sermon series about forgiveness by naming conflict and confrontation and also just naming it as like a very normal Mm -hmm. part of life because I think we always want it not to exist oh yeah right oh yeah and don't we all just live with this fallacy like oh if I just had good boundaries Mm -hmm. if I just was a great communicator if I had a perfect marriage if our church like you know um was healthy there would be no conflict Mm -hmm. right and we I think we really live with that fallacy that dream world like no absolutely not like that is part of like actually part of healthy relationships right healthy communities have conflict and it's all about you know how do we move through them like Mm -hmm. that's the that's the question is how do we move through them and how do we move through like our own conflictedness you know
1: um
0: a few people have asked me that since then like what if the conflict isn't with another person what if Mm -hmm. it's within ourselves right um and and um, and how do, we, how do we wrestle with our own um, questions and mm. doubts and, and things that we can't quite figure out the way forward on, so, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. one of the things that, um, we talk about in therapy a lot is where does this statement land in your body? So I think yeah. about that a lot when it comes to internal conflicts. Mm. Is knowing where in the body does it land? Does it land in a place of comfort and of oneness and alignment, or does it land in a place of um, disintegration and yeah. pain and um, and you know chaos? Right? Is is that what it triggers in your body? And I right. think there's something to be said about how how these statements land and that's true also for when we have conflict with others right? right knowing what's happening in our bodies and in our hearts while we're having this conflict is the only way for us to actually effectively communicate through the conflict yep um i also have a lot of friends and um family who will say yeah there is no conflict in this situation or this relationship or this church or this uh workplace whatever and like the reality is no there's conflict right you it's just festering and getting toxic that's right you know that's right um so how do we stop it from getting toxic because i feel yeah. like it's so it's so easy to let things just be like oh well that's the way it is right and right you know on the other side of up oh, that's the way it is is just you know more more dysfunction
0: yeah yeah i right and actually can be quite painful when we deny mm-hmm. that there's conflict because people can feel it and mm-hmm. then and it's that experience of like denying their own experience yeah. like oh there's no conflict right like and yeah. and then maybe our kid is sitting there being like well definitely feels like there's conflict in yeah. this house or this family right or um, right or this relationship whatever that looks like um, so in David Osberger's book, um, Care Enough to Confront, Mm -hmm. right? He talks about this combination of care and confrontation and Mm -hmm. how do we combine those two words, right? So it's because care can just feel like, you know, all the things we imagine it to be, like the softness of extending love and support. Um, but often we can think of it as care as like, we don't really call people out on their mm-hmm. stuff, right? Or name the pain, because that might not feel like a caring, loving thing to do. Yeah. Um, and then confrontation could just feel like the other side of that, like, the hardness of, like, Mm. I'm coming at you with this, right? And so how do we combine, like, care and confrontation? He Mm -hmm. he combines it into this, you know, verb of care fronting. Yes, you post this on Instagram. Yes, yes. And I love that, like, care fronting, right? Mm -hmm. Like, because it's a way to really acknowledge, like, this is a way of caring for you, of caring for this community, of caring for this relationship, um, is by being honest, speaking my truth, Mm -hmm. like, choosing the path of growth like this will actually help to get us to a better place so um yeah so i I think of how do we not deny it you know like it's leaning into the the work of care fronting Mm -hmm. our lives oh gosh
1: care fronting is so beautiful i love that phrase so much i love it so much yeah
0: i think of you know probably what comes to people's minds might be just like a uh, hard but necessary confrontation or like conversation with a friend or um, or a spouse um, or an extended family member. But I even think of that work of care fronting in our communities when mm-hmm. I think about like calling out racism, yeah, right? Like, yeah. like that could feel really hard and uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But I think of like that is offering care to the marginalized, right? Yes. That is like, that is a way we care for the next generation. It's mm-hmm. a way we choose to try to actively change our world and yeah but yeah. It, it takes courage too
1: it so. does it, you know one of the things i hear people talk about a lot right now is you know um is interrupting generational cycles right and how in our families and in our communities in our whole country we mm-hmm. have generational trauma we have generational cycles of behavior and i see Gen Z and Millennials and Gen X being like, we're not going to do that. Right. We are not going to continue that narrative. We are not going to continue this mm. pattern. Um, and I'm going to caring like in a caring way tell the people who came before me. You know, it might it didn't work for you in the right. way that you think it did, and I am not going to continue in that. Right. Um, yeah. And that takes a lot of courage, but also it's like such a vote for who we want to be in the future. Right. right. It's such an image of like who of how it could be better. Yes, uh, and really, conflict can make conflict does make things better. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just that the toxicity is um, named and out there, and we're not hiding anymore. Right? Like That's we talked right. about last week about the hiding. Right? Yeah. We really hide behind um, our stuff and our and our privilege and um, and in this work this this season, we're not going to do that.
0: That's right. Yeah. That's right. I and I think. For most of us, it makes us uncomfortable, right? Oh, like we live 100%. in like you know waspy New England, right? <laughs> like I mean, I feel like gosh, if anybody knows how to do this, it's it's you know nothing mm-hmm. nothing like those of us born and bred in New England. So um, I I think about how it's it's um, it takes practice, right? Yes. Like it's gonna be hard. Yeah. Like you gotta just keep doing it, and yes. then it gets less hard, and yeah. you get better at it. Yeah. Right. Like you know you get better at having the hard conversations yep. and, and knowing and learning how to like really speak your truth but with love and kindness mm-hmm. that's a that's a gift that that's takes right. time to to really create and be good at that's
1: right on the other side of pain there can be healing right right. yeah we just have to like get to the other side of it that's right yeah and I think too like this is a huge part of God's call for us about um, right we think about our Hebrew brothers and sisters um, to Kunalam for repairing the world right that we're called to do the courageous thing and like Brene Brown says like you know uh, get in the arena yeah there is there there is no change without conflict and so um, yeah this feels like such a part of who if we're going to follow in Jesus' way right that is who we're called to be right um You know, and I also think what's interesting is that progressive Christians in particular are all about turning over tables. um, But we never talk about like, you know, Who puts the synagogue back together afterward You know we never have that conversation No Of like it's not just the conflict It's also the resolution Um, Right And like that's That is
0: like hardly ever the conversation we're having As like progressive people Um, Right and that's when I like made sure to name in my sermon Like Jesus was a Jewish rabbi And cared deeply about the Jewish system of faith Like Mm -hmm. And somebody that came to my like after um, Church like sermon feedback You know prayer Mm -hmm. time was like Oh Dana, you totally dismantled this text for me because I've loved to just use it as a way to justify my sassiness. Like, oh, yeah, I don't like this. Nope, overturn that table and then leave. I'm like, yeah, no, that's not how
1: it works. Not what we're doing. But I was so glad you said that because it really is this reminder that, like, it's not enough to just burn it all down. No. We do
0: need to have houses to live in, you know? Um. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. And, like, you got to stay in relationship, right? You have to stay in relationship. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well you know As we think about Staying in relationship um, In our next segment We're going to talk About communion And that Mm -hmm. like Really beautiful Transcendent relationship And how The act of Confession And pardon And communion Is how In our worship service We put all of these ideas Into practice That's right Confronting Our wrongdoing And the wrongdoing Of others Like living in the conflict Finding forgiveness And then coming to the table together So we're going to talk about that In just a moment After a short break Great See you guys in a sec Hey there, loved ones. Welcome to our break where we talk about all that is going on at South Church and how you can get involved. The first thing I want you to know about is this Wednesday, if you are listening today when this is released, you can join us for our Reconnect Bible Study at 7 o'clock on Zoom. I'll be leading the study where we talk about forgiveness, reconnection, and how we can connect with with our own hearts, with our communities and our families, and with God over the course of this Lenten season. You are wholeheartedly invited to come and participate. This Saturday, we have a women's retreat from 9 to 1230 called still waters into mercy join us for in-person or remote um, gathering where we will focus on finding stability in our lives releasing challenges and leaning into joy there will be joyful movement art music and plenty of time to connect with one another you can sign up in our buzz or you can sign up um, by emailing one of us and we can get you connected what us being dana or myself Also, we have a creative writing workshop for adults starting on Thursday, March 10th and going through the season of Lent. Lent. You can join our spring artist in residence, Rachel Longo, to explore themes and topics pulled from the Lenten sermons on forgiveness. The activities include creative writing, play reading, and sharing experiences in our lives. No theater performance or writing experience necessary. Finally, two more things. Throughout the season of Lent, you're invited to join Dana in the parlor following worship for a sermon reflection and Lenten prayer. Join Dana for a conversation about the sermon as well as lifting up to God the written prayers from worship each week. Join Dana for a conversation, be in prayer together, and reflect on all that you heard in worship. Consider yourself joyfully invited. And finally... We have we are in the month of March, and so therefore we have a new monthly mission partner that I want to tell you about. Our our mission partner this month is World Central Kitchen, a nonprofit organization that is the first to front lines providing providing meals in response to humanitarian, climate and community crises. They began serving hot nourishing meals at a border crossing in southern Poland within hours of the initial Russian invasion of Ukraine. They're serving hot meals to both families, fleeing homes, as well as those who remain in the country. They're working with local restaurants and nonprofits, and they're serving in all, di- in all of the different countries surrounding Ukraine as folks flee to safer lands. So, loved ones, please feel free to go to southchurch.com slash monthly mission to learn more and to get involved. We would really be happy to support this mission this month. Beloved, that is all we have for announcements for things going on in this church. Well, actually, there's so much more going on, but that's what we'll say here. And if you want more connection, if you're looking for more ways to be involved, please go ahead and reach out. And if you are in need of prayer, if you are in need of care in any way, please email myself or Dana or go to southchurch.com prayer, and we'll be praying those prayers along with you. All right, loved ones, it is time to go back to our show.
0: Jen, as we think about communion and the work that happens at the table together and how we often prior to sharing the, um, the Lord's supper together, we engage in the spiritual practice of confession Mm -hmm. and we do that work of naming our sins together and then providing space for people to name them on their own to God. And then, um, and then the, um, the words of reassurance or the words of pardon and Mm -hmm. assurance and... It was so nice. A few people said to me after church how beautifully you always do the confession mm. and and how it really means a lot to people because mm. for many people who grew up Catholic, it's, it's a new thing every time they hear it. They're like, oh, that is a reminder that I have... That kind of access to God, where like I can directly come to God seeking forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Like I don't need to go to somebody else and tell a priest. Like I don't need to schedule an appointment. Like right here, right now, I can do that. Exactly. Um, So, yeah, I'd love for you to talk about, you know, kind of why do we do confession um, Mm -hmm. prior to coming to the table? Um, And yeah, and what does it mean for us as people of faith? This this spiritual practice of confession and worship.
1: Hmm. So as a former Catholic, I really appreciate that perspective because yeah. I, I, I also think that there's this narrative around sin and how it's like this it's like a dirty word. Like we never we, yes. we don't often talk about sin, right? But it's so important because if not, we get all we kind of like, you know, get lost in our own sauce. Like we're really we like we right. we like really can't it's hard to see the Pitfalls that we aren't gonna, that we aren't willing to name, you know, right. and like the, the spiritual practice of naming mm-hmm. in worship is so powerful, and it's this moment when we're saying every single one of us. Right. Has this going on in our lives, right? Yeah. Not a one of us since the last time we had communion hasn't gone astray, hasn't right. been apathetic, hasn't been anger or unjust or unkind. Not one of us has had that experience mm. because all of us are having those moments, whether they're internal, yeah. whether they're about how we speak to ourselves or each other or you know someone or Kim Kardashian, right? It could be anything, right. like, but we all have that tendency, and it. Mm-hmm. And it's not because we're, you know, fundamentally broken, and you know what is what's the Jonathan Edwards word? Um, um, I don't know. It's like a D word. It's, I should know this one. Oh, d- um, depravity. Depravity. Yeah. yeah. Like it's not because we're depraved. It's, right. It's because we're human, and human beings are broken, and fallible and we we're messy. And so, being able to name the mess in worship where right. everything often feels like perfect yeah. and it's a m- reminder that like no like we're not perfect and it's beautiful that we're not perfect because we have this reminder every month that no matter how imperfect you are right god loves you mm. god loves you and all of the messy pieces of you all of the all of the jagged edges all right. of like the the caved in areas all the pieces that feel missing god loves every bit of you right um and so and i also think accountability is really important right. and in a world where we do everything we can to not be accountable to ourselves or each other but we just mm-hmm. talked about that how like how often we dive into um, we hide from conflict because we don't want to have to face what we've done or what someone else has done or the hard feelings um, to say in worship no we're going to look at this right, right. we're going to be we're going to face this together and you aren't going to be alone in it but we are going to face it and yeah. then We also trust on the other side, there is always forgiveness and there's always oneness. Mm. Um, And so I think we do that for all those reasons. We do that in worship, but also to prepare ourselves for the table where we can look one another in the eye Mm. and see each other's wholeness. Yeah. um, Because we aren't hiding anything. Right. Right. It's it's not so much that we come to the table clean, but so we come to the table open.
0: Oh, I love that. Oh, Jen. Beautiful. It's not that we don't hide
1: anything at right. Jesus' table, right. right? We have nothing to hide, we have nothing to fear,
0: yeah. And so,
1: like that feels—it's the—it's mo- one of my favorite things every every month is to do yeah. the pardon because it's this moment of like, yeah, we make messes out in our lives, right? And great. Didn't we learn from that? Mm -hmm. Aren't we better for having made the mess? Mm. Because now we can clean it up, and now Mm. we can come to God and and tell God that story, and um and tell each other that story. And so I just, oh, I just love it. Um, yeah i I always am curious about um how how we got to a place where we don't want to name the messy bits and Mm. and why. Why we're so afraid of it and 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 also, you know how the church hurts so many people because we weren't
0: because we were taught shame instead of grace. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I know. we're gonna have to do a whole podcast on on sin and yes. yeah, and yeah, yeah um the genesis text i don't want to call it the fall narrative but mm, yeah all, it's
1: the genesis thank you it's right. a genesis text
0: yeah 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 because there is so much to unpack there mm-hmm. around how we understand ourselves mm-hmm. and um yeah like our theology of understanding yeah shame and grace and and god's mm. mercy so, yeah. yeah yeah i every time i write the confession
1: introduction I try to put a phrase like we come not with shame, but with like understanding or you know what I mean? Because I, I hear, I hear from people all the time that are this, like and also it's kind of hard to hear this like narrative about Catholics. They're like, well, we're not like the Catholics. So i are so shame-based. And I'm like, have you met America? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Um, right. A hundred percent. Oh my God. Um, yeah. I was like, well, the Congregationalists <laughs> started America, so I don't know if we want <laughs> right. to keep on that road, though. Um, yeah, 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 that's fine. Um, so, yeah, I just... I think that there's so much
0: there for us to, to you know, work through, um, and it feels like such a gift to do it in worship. That's right. Yeah. All right, Jen, here in Lent, give us some inspiration station. Tell us what's inspiring you. <laughs> Would that I had thought of it before this moment. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's uh, right. Do you have one? Um. Yes. Kate Bowler's book, Good Enough. Oh, I have okay, I have to order this, because I've been thinking yes. about it. Yeah. Oh, so great sent to me by a church member as a gift <gasps> oh hey, isn't that so i love that i was like i could be your good enough pastor that <laughs> that i can do. you are more than good enough Dana. <laughs> Dana. oh no 100 percent. i'm barely feeling good enough right now but like i don't mean that in a way like mm. you don't know but just like yeah it was so thoughtful and it really is like kate bowler's you know I mean, wise, smart, mm-hmm. um, theologically, like right on the money, like so. Anyway, totally worth mm-hmm. a read. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have some fun on bookshop.org today. I'm um, right. very excited. Yes, and she also has like a companion Lent guide. Yeah, so people can download that as well. That's awesome. How All right, about you? Going you has it, it com- has it come to you yet? Yes. So this morning, well, for the
1: Christmas um, book swap uh, for the staff, yes. I got this book. Um, the Things We Carry I think or we are, right. what we are What We Carry by Amanda Gorman and so I haven't cracked it yet because it didn't, it didn't feel like the right time and so this morning along with my coffee and my throwing up dog I right. <laughs> cracked the book and it's it was so gorgeous and her words are so just unbelievably beautiful and I, oh, I had such a nice time reading and drinking my coffee and mm-hmm. um, watching my dog and it
0: just was really really great um, I, I think poetry is so powerful
1: Yes, I really like beginning my day with poetry. I think yeah. it helps me like get in a lyrical framework, and it and it's just this moment of like real beautiful like receiving someone else's creativity that right. feels great. Um, yeah, I read it after reading some like the uh, the Hannah narrative in First Samuel, oh, um, and it was this that. really beautiful companion of like this woman crying out and and pleading for God to to honor her right to choose and her right. and her like her choice for her life and then to read amanda gorman's words about um this time when all the choices were taken away but we could choose who we
0: were right, um, right. it love was that. so powerful yeah oh love that yeah all right jen bless us as we enter into the season of well continued journey <laughs> I'm, I'm like, loving the, the beginning. Like, it's the beginning of Lamp, but I'm like, no, we're like we're I do feel like it.
1: we're 40 days into it already. Where's Easter as it snows at our
0: windows right now? I know. I'm I know. I'm like not looking at the softly falling snow that we would have loved in December and now. I'm like, not No, I'm like, isn't it no, no, no.
1: spring? It was fifty degrees three days ago. Was. I was wearing a t-shirt. Right. Like, ugh, right. it's fine. Everything's yes. fine. Um, yes. all right, let's pray. Let's breathe in and out. God of all love and grace, we give you thanks that you are with us in every day, that you are with us in every conflict, that you instill in us a spirit of courage and possibility. When we come before the communion table, we do not hide. And so therefore, may we not hide anywhere else in our lives. Mm. Help us always in your, in prayer and in speech and in movement, be open to you, to your story and your story for our lives bless us as we go amen amen all right dear ones. so well, we will be back next week with more podcasting um we have a really fun scripture story for this weekend oh, so it'll deal. be a doozy we're so excited um <laughs> that's right
0: that's right it's not really like a it. challenge i'm like who picked this text? oh wait me, oh yeah i have to preach on it fun
1: i know i was like when picking this st- the text for uh this spring i was like nothing hard nothing hard there nothing hard <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see you next time, loved ones. Bye. Bye.